Welcome to Mind Over Money, the podcast that helps Australians have finances that work. I'm your host this week, Tim. Lockie is still on holiday, eating his way through China. If you follow him on social media, you'll see all his delicious posts, but I'm hosting today and I'm joined with Archie from Waymaker Finance. Hi, Archie. G'day, Tim. And this week, we're talking about how to use the first home super save scheme to fast track your home deposit. Stick around as we talk through this. The First Home Super Savers Scheme is a federal initiative that helps first home buyers boost their first home deposit by saving through their super fund. And it also helps anyone who's lost a home through financial hardship. I think I said first home enough times in that sentence. (laughs) (laughs) It's overall, it's it's a good scheme and that's really being improved. It's getting better and better over the years and... Um, like most government schemes, there's often a little bit to understand as to how it works. So you can go through the process correctly. So we've had a lot of questions um, around this scheme at Waymaker. So today uh, we took some of your top questions and we're going to ask our financial advocate, Archie, and get a handle on how it all works. Okay, so Archie, our first question. Simple one. How does the first home super saver scheme work overall? And what are the benefits of using it to save for a deposit? <laughs> oh, it's a beauty, mate. So the first home super saver scheme. Yeah, it's a mouthful to get uh, out there sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so basically what we're going to do with this scheme is save through our superannuation. And, mm. you know, sometimes we've got to get the money away from ourselves and and isolate the money so we know that it is for the for a house deposit and and it's just really good for our brain to recognize that this money isn't for us to spend it's going somewhere else where it's set aside for the house yeah right. yes yes i like i like that yeah so and the advantages are there's some some really neat tax benefits per person you can get $3000 back on your tax per financial year and be saving that towards your home. So that so the government's Great. given you some nice incentive to actually use the scheme. So you're not accessing your super, all you're doing is putting extra money into your super and then drawing that money back out again and getting some tax benefits on that money, as, as well as getting any growth that the super's generating as well. And um, so it depends on your pay packet as to how much you can put in, you know, to the super saver scheme. Mm. So there's limitations on how much we can put in. And so we're allowed to put in up to $15,000 per annum per person. Okay. So so if you're a couple, you could save 30000 per annum through the Super Saver Scheme. Mm. And that would give you a maximum return back, which would be the 3000 each, which means you can pick up another $6,000 towards your savings as well. Great. Mm. And I guess that's the financial year. So we're coming to the end mm. of this financial year. So there's yeah. still time for people yep. to, to make the most of this um, if yeah, they yeah. fit into this category. Yeah, that's mm. right. Yeah. You can make a one-off contribution now of $15,000 into your super and pick up the tax benefits. Oh, great. Well, something yeah. to think about for anyone out there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, so there's some, that, that's one good benefit. And so um, a couple that we did this with last year, um, you know, we, we spent a year uh, saving. That couple, only one person could actually save uh, using the super saver scheme because they were the only one that qualified for it. 
Um, but between that and also getting the 5% deposit scheme, uh, they saved $20,000 in one year. And so that was 20000 that went towards their house. Wow, great. Which is the point mm. of this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to invest yep. in buying something, <laughs> setting you up with your first home, uh, which yeah. is the first probably big step in building yep. some financial wealth. Yeah. Great. So what would be the first step for people wanting to use this scheme? So we, we all know it exists, but often out there the first step is the most difficult and you don't know what you don't know. So how do – what would – how do people overcome that first block of like, okay, how do I use this, utilize it? Where can I get good information that I can trust? Yeah, yeah. Oh, look, I always say get help um, because you, you need people who know and understand the scheme and you need people that can help you put a strategy together to help you get your first home. Because when you do that, there's some really big savings to make. Like for a couple, um, you know, the potential savings of $40,000 in one year. And and so that's forty grand towards your home uh, as a couple that that you could be picking up, and if you don't get the help, quite often you miss out on this stuff, and because there's so much confusion out there, and you know just so many people saying so many different things. <laughs> so yeah, mm. and and one of the first things you can do is is jump onto MyGov, and as long as you got the ATO hooked up, if you don't hook it up, uh, hook up the ATO to your MyGov. And then in MyGov, in the ATO, jump into the super section and there's a, a whole section there on the first home super saver scheme where you can run through questions and determine whether you can actually qualify for the scheme. So the government's done a great job with this. Mm, I was looking at it just before, just through my yeah. phone. It was very simple, very easy to find and yeah. very easy to go through. So that's a great place to start. Yeah. Yeah. Have you got the MyGov app, have you? Yes. Yes. On my phone. Very so good. It's, it's quite. It's very easy to use. Yeah, it's all connected. Yeah, great. So another another fear. So I think that the first roadblock mm. is the first one, the first step. But yeah. maybe another roadblock is is maybe people think, okay, what's going to happen at the end? So maybe it's, oh, it's very complicated. Or when it comes to buying my home, how am I going to get all my money out? How's it going to get taxed? Am I going to get some surprises that you know I'm not ready for at the end? Um, <laughs> do you have any any yeah. wisdom about that? <laughs> yeah. Look, every, everyone that we've been doing this with. Um, have always said, what's going on? Where's my money? Um, you know, there is this fear. <laughs> and and there's always negative stuff being thrown out on the internet and in the news around these sort of things, which gets people going. Mm. The, the great part about this scheme is that you can log into MyGov anytime and check on how you're going and check on your balances and how much you've saved. Uh, you can check, make sure that your employer is making the contributions to the super like they're supposed to. You know, it, it's all there at your fingertips, which mm. which is really great. And then it's a matter of having your strategy in place about how you're going to use this scheme to save money and mm. stick to that strategy. And so that again, where it, that's where it comes into having having people that are helping you put together a strategy on how to buy your first house, how to use the schemes, how to maximise the benefits that are available to you. So when you come out at the end to buy your house, you have your contract. So you have to make a determination, is that right? Yeah. Before you get a contract, you've got to make a determination. So, okay. And yep. again, that, that, it pays to get someone to check that with you because it's mm. too easy to get these things wrong <laughs> and not realize that, you know, you think you've pushed all the right buttons, but still there's no determination. And if there's no determination, you can't actually get your money back out of the scheme. Right. If you've signed so a contract. Important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, that, okay. and that's, where, that's where the fear is 
is warranted because, yeah, if you get that part wrong, um, yeah, you can lose access to your money and you can lose the house that you've been wanting to buy. Right. So, again, it comes mm. back to getting help. Have <laughs> someone with yes. you that's going to help you with the steps and then <laughs> take exactly. away some of that fear. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we we go through it with the people online together and make sure that they get that determination right and that we've got the determination on record. Uh, the other thing is that the super fund that you're using needs to uh, allow for this scheme to work. And so so we use, you know, super schemes that actually process this stuff really quickly because when you're ready to get your money right. out, you need to get your money quickly. Mm. Yeah. Quickly, that's important. So, so mm. Having the super fund that suits this scheme is is also very important. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Great. Great. Again, <laughs> comes back and get some help. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take some of the stress away. <laughs> yeah, because those fears are real. You know, if you jump into something that you know nothing about and it, and it all goes belly up, you know that's that's the last thing we want to see happen. Yeah. So that so the fears are yes. real, and there's a lot of negative stuff out there because of those things going wrong. And people not understanding what's what's actually happened. Yep. Mm. So being okay. being prepared, having a strategy, it does take away the fear and the pressure. And also having someone to call on to help you just takes away the fear and the pressure. Another potential issue, I think, could be so I'm saving for my first home, but then things happen. Life happens, plans change. Uh, so I wanted to buy, let's say, I wanted to buy my first home, but then it's not really happening. But now there's there's a chance for an investment property instead. Um, mm. What would happen with my store of money then? Yep. So you're still able to redraw your money, and it still goes back through the tax system. And so if the tax office uh, isn't notified that you bought your own home then they'll charge you the tax again. So the tax savings you made previously on your savings, you'll end up having to pay that tax now after you take your money back out again. So let's say let's say you put 15,000 in and you got a tax saving of $5,000, well you'll be able to pull your 15 back out again minus any tax that has to be paid inside the super fund, but you can pull that money back out again, use that to buy your investment property, and then when you do your tax at tax time, you've just got to notify the government that you didn't buy a home. And and then they will tax you again on that money. Yeah, <laughs> always a fun conversation, but <laughs> but your money's not gone. Well, it's still you'll, you'll only ever pay the tax that you were meant to pay. Yeah, is yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, so which is which is fine. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. So easy. Yeah. So your money's and, not in a black hole. Yep. But again, if if you got your strategy in place, you're very unlikely to see that happen. <laughs> yep. But yes. But it can happen. <laughs> And and strategies right. do change. And the good thing is if you've got people helping you with that, then, yeah, you can change the strategy, pull the money back out, everything works fine. Mm. Great. Yeah. yeah, it just helps people relax a bit. So yeah. are, are there some limits to the scheme? So I know a lot of people maybe are like, okay, I'm going to – interest rates are high now. I'm just going to put all my all my money in a bank. Or is it is it better, you know, have partly cash or partly super? Or you do, do you want to maximize – your super in this case? Well, it depends on how much money you, you're saving as a deposit. So uh, the limit is $15,000 per financial year. 
per person mm. that you can put into the super saver scheme and pull back out again. So you have got that limit and your overall limit is $50,000 per person. So if you put into the super saver scheme $15,000 every year for three years, you can pull 45000 back out again. Okay. Well, you can pull out up to 50000 depending on how much money the actual funds have earned in that time as well. Right. Okay. Yep. So, um, uh, yeah, so they're, they're your limits. So you could be saving outside of super because you're saving more than that. So you might be saving $30,000 a year. And uh, we've mm. got we've got members in our advocacy program who are doing that. And so there's only 15000 being saved through the super saver scheme and the other 15000 is being saved outside of super. Okay, great. Yeah. So just about maximizing what you can. That's it. Mm. Okay, great. So just our final question for today. But what would you say to people on the fence about buying or saving towards their first home? Um, they maybe prefer to put the money somewhere else or feel like feel like it's too hard and they're putting it off someday in the future. Hopefully, I don't know, there'll be opportunity yeah. in the future. <laughs> any advice, any thoughts? I think nearly every person I've helped through this has been sitting on the fence and thinking, <laughs> you know, I want to do this holiday overseas or, you know, or I'm going to change jobs or, you know, there's all these things that are happening in your world. And then this is where I see, you know, it's so important to have someone come on the journey with you, someone help you build the strategy, because there's so much that you can do. And it's our thinking that limits us. And so we've got these assumptions, you know, that that might be limiting us. And, and the assumption might be, oh, I can't do this until I've had my holiday overseas, or I can't do this until I bought my new car. And the reality is you can do all of it. It's just a matter of putting together a strategy and seeing that thing happen. So so we, we helped one person do the super saver scheme, which saved them the money that they needed for their holiday. And they were still saving right. for their house. And so they they mm. got both things that they wanted. They, they're saving for their house and they got their money to go on their overseas trip. Mm. So Yeah, so it comes back to strategy and what do you what do you really want? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But we're only sitting on the fence because we don't know what we don't know. <laughs> and mm. so so getting some help is, you know, and building a strategy is is the key in this area. I guess there's a lot of encouragement there that there's hope um, for first home buyers and it's not mm. the end of the world at the moment in 2023. And there are options. <laughs> there's options to build towards your first home, which is really exciting. Yeah. Yeah, the, the other reason that we can sit on the fence about buying our first home is, you know, we might be thinking, well, we're going to move as well. I'm, I'm not going to stay in this location. I'm going to end up, you know, changing jobs in two years' time. So why would I buy a house now and then change jobs, you know, and then find myself in a different location looking for another house? And the answer to that one, you know, most of the time for people I'm talking with is, is look, do what you can do now. Because in two years' time, you don't know whether you're going to have another job or live somewhere else. And so many people have said that to me in the past and then never moved. And then mm. the stats are, you know, the stats that Lachlan showed us the other day was that 85% of people will stay where they are and they'll buy mm. another house in the same location. <laughs> so, oh, yes, yes. So, <laughs> Interesting. So, <laughs> yeah. So, mm. so, yeah, we are creatures of habit. Uh, mm. you know, and and habitat <laughs> of where we live. <laughs> yeah. so, so, um, so yeah. So I always say, look, jump in, make the most of the scheme because you don't know what's going to happen in the future. And that's often why people are sitting on the fence is they're thinking, well, what's going to happen in the future? Well, we don't know. But jump in, make the most of the scheme, put a strategy in place. And for a lot of people that I've helped that way, 
they've done extremely well and they actually haven't moved. <laughs> yep. That's the funny okay. part is they actually haven't moved. <laughs> wow. We're probably the, the stats are there. You're probably part of the 85%. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they definitely just, are. <laughs> just, just accept it and <laughs> build something. Mm. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> thanks, Archie. And if you're listening to this and you want to power ahead with your first home purchase, make sure you click in the show notes. There'll be links there to you can connect with one of our advocates and mortgage brokers and have a free chat. And we'd love to answer your questions and help you move ahead in this area. And that's what we're all about here at Waymaker, helping Australians have finances that work. So, yep, thank you for listening. As always, mind over money. And don't worry, Lockie will be back soon with Archie. And there's going to be more new episodes coming back soon. Have a great week, everyone. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, everyone. And just our disclaimer here, Mind Over Money is for education purposes only and does not consider your personal financial circumstances. So so if you need to speak to someone about your personal finances, including home loans, head to our website, waymakerpodcast.com.au and click on Get Financial Help to connect with one of our wealth partners.